now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. She is not Will Simmons, but I am Spencer Kitley, and this is After Reality. Welcome back to the Bachelor Nation podcast. We've been off for a couple weeks, but uh, we've been off for many more weeks than that for the Bachelor Nation pod. And welcome to the Bachelor Nation pod here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality. Obviously, as I said, Will's not here. Unfortunately, he had other plans uh, for premiere week, but... We have a first-time guest, maybe long-time listener, or at least pretending to listen. Um, is, long-term, long-term partner. Oh, yeah. It's it's my bride, uh, Miss Jenna Kitley. Welcome to the show. Wow. Thank you. This is very exciting. It's probably a, a life landmark that you've been just anxiously waiting to, to put there, like um, Mary wonderful guy like me and and have kids and and be on this podcast yes 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 right there in in that in that same ranking clearly the next stage in our relationship is the podcast together so i'm glad we can finally cross that in the middle of quarantine 2020 yeah only only a few months into quarantine in and uh we we weathered that full storm of this bachelorless uh, time frame. There was, the, of course, the Bachelor uh, greatest of all time stuff that was going on for a number of weeks or months through the summer. No Paradise, no original Bachelorette season, but it's finally back. Um, we're going to talk about that. We'll have a few reality TV news nuggets. Um, we we watch nearly all the same reality shows, uh, particularly the ones that are on right now. Yes, not, uh, not always though. I watched the challenge. Uh, I watch. Well, I think it could just be categorized as I watch MTV reality shows, and you don't watch those. Fair. And you watch everything else. Um, everything Bravo. And you watch a few more Bravo shows than I do. And and stuff's coming back. Be interesting to see what that looks like. We have Real Housewives of Orange County sitting on the DVR. Have not watched. And Big Brother has just a couple more weeks, um, so we may chat about that. Um, as we get to the end. But before we get started, I'll do Will's part. Uh, I want to remind you to follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod and like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, After Reality Podcast. Also, a reminder to subscribe wherever you download your podcast Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. And don't forget to check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Jorge, we miss you. Um, I think I was there for that. Actually, that Will uh, Will recorded that one. Oh, yeah. thanks, yeah. Will. There was a a an interview, if you will, that I did with Jorge that that occurred. It, it, it's never made the light of day, but uh, that that exists. We'll uh, hold it in our back pocket. Following season two of uh, Paradise, when. Uh, uh, Tenley and a, Claire um, and a number of other people were were, were there um, in, in Paradise and Play Escondida for the first time. Season one, Claire was also on that season, but that one was in Tulum. Um, and so, then we were there right after that. 
And we were we were we were there right there on the ta- tail of uh, this having aired uh, the first time we went, um, just about two months afterwards. This aired in September, August September that year, and we were there in November. So um, yeah, hope everybody's doing well down there. I, I did see that our friend uh, Juan was back at work uh, on Instagram. So um, glad glad right to see our, our friends have are are employed. I only see them on Instagram every day and think I wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Um, so there's a lot to talk about here, a lot to unpack. Uh, episode one is is usually a weird one. It's like a lot happens, but not a lot happens. Uh, we didn't get what we got last season of The Bachelor where we went three hours night one. And we actually, and we started going on a date like in the first episode, uh, the the next day, or actually two days later, given the the day of rest following open night on on the Bachelor. Which I'm curious if that happened here at the La Quinta Resort. Um, but the the first clip we saw, or we saw period on the show, was Claire saying Dale was love at first sight. That's the first thing they showed on on this on on the on the TV. You. I already forgot that. Part. Yeah, and but well, at that point in time, so I was aware that of of the linkage to Dale. You were not. You knew there was a linkage to someone. Yep. And um, so I I caught onto that at, at the top, but we, we're beginning this journey not in L.A. Of course, not at the Bachelor Mansion. Um, before we drive in. Uh, and, and dive into things. Drive in to so I guess the the, the resort. In. I didn't yeah. I didn't mean to say that. Uh, thoughts of this format, like this season, like we're defying the pandemic, we're quarantined, and kind of how this is playing out so far. And don't be afraid to dive into anything. It's gonna be weird. I don't like that the guys are all separated. I think we're gonna lose a lot of dynamic um, of them. Mixing together, playing together, all the, the things that happen yeah. when they're all in their separate rooms. I don't know if that's going to stay, though. I, oh, I, I'm just telling you, that's, that's yeah. my initial. You, you know a lot. I just I, see I don't, what I see. I, I don't know. It, it's a good thought, though. I hadn't, I hadn't thought that. I mean, we saw them all in their quarantine rooms. I would presume yeah. now that they're all clear of COVID, know. much that they would be... In bunk beds in a large lock. rooms. You think there's a lock week? <laughs> a, a La Quinta? <laughs> a La Quinta, like huge house on the property? Or yeah. do you think they're going to all move someplace? Maybe else? maybe there's a villa in the back like uh, Cesar Palace had no in The Hangover. Not for all these guys. Too many uh, guys. Maybe they just turn a ballroom into a bunkhouse. <laughs> Somebody's going to fall out of bed if that happens. They're going to have those chicken man bed rails on there. Um, but it, it's it's interesting. Like there was this. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to it, but we'll come back. But Claire approached a guy and it's like, "Hey, you're the only person that reached out to me after everyone was announced." And then we went on hiatus. Do we have this? I mean, we know his name. Yeah. Well, Blake Blake yeah. Moynis was the guy. Like, are we really to believe this one guy reached out? 
for for someone who doesn't read all the blogs and read all the things that you do, I totally believed it for yeah. a second. But I you thought, watched the the episode. Yes, and then I realized that was totally like, a fib. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way that's true. Um, maybe he's the only one that reached out via Instagram. Maybe someone. Or maybe, maybe he was the only one who reached out about her mother. Perhaps. Um, but but. <laughs> Don't want to jump too far ahead, but there's another cast member that's like, so how's your mom doing? <laughs> that's a jump. Yeah. Anyhow, um, it's going to be interesting. Um, we're totally le- burying, the, burying the lead there in the fact that Claire's maybe on tops three weeks. We don't, we don't know how long she's on. Everybody knows Tasha's coming on this, on this thing. We don't know what's going to happen. Or Some they- of us only know that because their husband told them. Or... Most people know this, um, and, and except for AB, ABC is pretending like the audience is ignorant and and does not know these things. But anyhow, the it's going to happen. I can't imagine Claire lasting more than three weeks or so. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Tasha with the the sloppy seconds and and then is there a replenishment of the of the pond? Uh, they restock the pond at all? But uh, anyhow. Claire, of course, came to us via Juan Pablo season and quite a um, explosive exit in the final two there. When he, of course, ended up choosing Nurse Nikki. Um, she will never have my child have a dad like you. Yeah, um, and and then there was the the ocean, uh, the ocean experience uh, with Juan Pops, um, and then she was on the two seasons I mentioned, two seasons of, of Paradise. One at Tulum, one at Playa Escondida, and then again with Benoit on Winter Games, um, which mm-hmm. was coincided with the 2018, 2018 uh, Winter Olympics, which ended with her like guilting Benoit almost into like an engagement, I believe, or at least a relationship after the fact. Uh, anyhow, she now inches closer. To Bukowski territory, Chris Bukowski, six seasons, not not full in their entirety. Inching is putting it. Five seasons for her. Fair. Fair. No one else is in that. This is rarefied air, and 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 for her, like five, pretty full seasons. Like this one won't be a full season, but it's as it's the lead. So like, Bukowski had a couple drive-bys. He tried to party crash Andy Dorfman on night one and. That didn't work out. Um, was was turned away. Anyhow, a staple of the opening night is intro packages, and it was not a staple this time. None, zero. Uh, but Zilch. Like the intro package was COVID nose swabbing, <laughs> and uh, which they did not like, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and guys sitting in their individual hotel rooms doing some stupid human tricks. Uh, we learned that Yosef had a kid at that point. We learned that Ben went to Army Ranger school. And really, it's not much. Uh, like, no intro packages. Usually, we like to dive in, like, okay, who had the corniest intro package? Like, what did they make them do frolicking around their hometown? Uh, that didn't happen. We did still get to have a decent amount of hokey limo entrances. So... They were pretty tame, comparatively. Yeah, props were limited. Yes. 
<laughs> Couldn't bring in extra yeah. people. <laughs> Marching band. Were you within driving distance uh, when you came on the show, or did we have to fly you here? Yeah, there definitely was a, a limit on what those packages looked like. Yeah, there was, there was no cupcake mobiles or... Um, horse entrances. No, no horses or all for one wasn't there singing, I swear. That uh, was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I believe that that was Wells, I believe. Well, I mean, Wells, who we now know very well. make that happen, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> what boy band are you managing that you couldn't bring along for 14 days in quarantine? Fail. I mean, is it is it O-Town? Uh, Careful. <laughs> <laughs> they're all from Orlando. I know. Like your bride. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, O-Town. We used to tell people we were in O-Town in college because nobody knew what the guys in O-Town looked like. Um, <laughs> let's, the way we usually do this, we, we, we plow through the list, talk about some of them, and then at the end, keep in mind, su- superlatives. Best, worst limo entrances. And it doesn't, have, it doesn't have to necessarily be a shtick. It could be, hey, they just really shined. Um, but first out of limo, always like to note who's first and last because it's usually impactful in some way to the season. First out is Ben, the Army Ranger. Um, doesn't have much of a shtick. It's just kind of deep breath together to prepare. Um, any initial thoughts on, on, on him being the first one out? He was very handsome. Okay. His pants were very short. Very, they, very short pants. Were and they very tight as well? <laughs> very tight. The, the uh, Tyler C model. <laughs> there's, the, old, the real Tyler C, not the Tyler C that's on this season. Yes, they were very short. Um, he seemed very young. And he said, are you ready, I think, four times. Ready? Ready for this? Ready? Ready, ready, ready. Uh, which made me think he probably wasn't ready. Yeah. I'm going to talk you into being ready because I'm not. Because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, He's 29, uh, 10 years, Claris Jr. Um, Riley, second out of the limo, he's an attorney from Strong Island. Guilty as charged yeah. for looking beautiful in this dress. Um, that made me. That Are you even a courtroom attorney? <laughs> it was pretty bad. That was. I appreciate that he can use that pickup line because he's a lawyer. No, he can't. It was a pretty <laughs> no, line. No, no, no. He can, so he can. But it was pretty bad. <laughs> Just think, we could have seen him pretending to be in a fake courtroom in an intro package. Uh, Fair. Ha- uh, Zach C. We have two Zachs this season. One that's Z-A-C, the other is Z-A-C-H. But Zach C., he's an addiction specialist. 36 years old, so closer in age to Claire. Um, happy that neither of them has settled. No yeah. gimmick. Straightforward. I kind of liked it. Everything happens for a reason. Let's get this party started. I liked him. Let's, get, let's cue up the pink and red man. <laughs> um, Jordan M., cybersecurity engineer. Very tall. Very His pants, tall not very tall. And Velvet loafers. Mm-hmm. And in case, in case you're thirsty, I'm a tall drink of water. He was... Very handsome. His pants were also very short. I don't fault him as much because he was so tall. Probably um, at least <laughs> six six. Yeah. Uh, probably taller. Oh, I think more than that. Um, His I pants would have fit a five five ten guy. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's Jason. 
who I had mentioned you to him or mentioned him uh, prior to the show. Not not his graphic was not former pro football player. It was former professional offensive lineman, which is rather specific um, for for a graphic. But it's because he's lost somewhere in the neighborhood 120, 140 pounds since um, ending his football career, which does happen for linemen. Like, you, there's no need to consume 5,000, 6,000 calories a day any longer. Would never have thought linemen. Yeah. Um, he's willing to hold the weight of the relationship with his fake pregnancy belly. With his labor of love. Yes. <laughs> we'll put that one in the consideration category for uh, worst limo entrance. Uh, Ivan, 28-year-old engineer of some sort from uh, our state, from Dallas. Yeah. And that's about it we got from Ivan. Well, he was sweet. He uh, learned some of his mother's native language to okay. her. I felt like that was really sweet. Um, Which was Spanish? Uh, no, he's from the Philippines. His mother. Oh, his mother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Claire's mother, I believe, is Cuban. Oh, didn't know that. Um, and then, and then of course, her, or maybe it was her father. Her father, we learned, I think we knew, but I'd forgotten, was, is deceased. Um, Kenny, 39. Oh. The aphorementioned I mean, boy band manager. He's the right age. He's from Chicago. The he's, shirt. He's not a suit guy, but he has images of Claire's dogs shirt. on his T-shirt. I love my dogs. and You have I, more than one? <laughs> well, I've had more than one. <laughs> okay. And... I think that would have, as much as I love all of the dogs I've had, I cannot imagine. Um, I know, I just couldn't do it. It was was it was Too it much? Was he was it not a, a boss move for uh, him to get felt up by Claire on the driveway? Well, I mean, she might have liked it, but that didn't mean that I did. It was way too much cheese for me, but she seemed really into yeah. it. Um, I, I think, I think Kenny. Kenny might have some staying power, um, despite his profession. Curious if that's like a side gig. Like, is that really his job? Brendan, commercial roofer. I can honestly say, don't think we've ever had a roofer on here. I, I'm wondering if he's like, surely he's not the actual roofer. Like, he's the guy that sells you a new roof. Yeah, I don't. I I think he might fall off a roof. On <laughs> well, commercial, so not not houses. He, he didn't look really tough. Yeah. <laughs> He's... But you would think a commercial building just gets roofed by whoever built the building. I guess they need new replacement roofs. I don't know. Not an expert in that. But anyhow, bow tie, nervous, pretty handsome guy. Seemed very young. Well, let, let's age check him. He 30. is 30 years old, uh, which seems to be the median range so far. Um, there's Mike. He's a a media guy from Canada. He comes bearing flip flops, which um, I thought was a decent gift. I I loved that. Um, that was a big thing for me that he was appreciative enough to know that she'd been staying there in heels all night, and whether or not she put them on, I thought that was a very uh, kind gesture. I didn't notice. Was the front drive hosed down like we're accustomed to? I didn't see it. Maybe no wa- no water hose there in the desert. The, I didn't see the sparkle of the, the driveway. <laughs> the, there's liability at the hotel. Yeah. They're like, no, you're not hosing down our driveway. <laughs> um, 
Jeremy, 40 years old, banker. He's here for Claire. That's about all we heard. Yeah. Blake Monar, 31, and he's got one of those great bachelor uh, professions, male grooming specialist, which he's still around, so maybe we'll get to dive in a little bit to what exactly that is. Well, I'll tell you, he had the worst pants, so his were super oh. tight. They were they looked like stretch pants. Jeggings? <laughs> I don't even know. Is that what you call them on men? I don't, I don't. They probably weren't jeans, so I guess they wouldn't be jeggings. Maybe they were. They were really tight. Some some fancy material to 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 stretch and keep your um, what seams from splitting. <laughs> sure. Your, sure. Your, he was handsome, but your seat from splitting. That's yeah, what I was looking for. Um, and then we turn it on to a panel station wagon. Mm. Full luggage rack. Hey, look, a deer. Um, and uh, Tyler C. 27, lawyer from West Virginia. With a really nice southern accent. Oh, he has an accent on him. More on him later, but a lot of talk about being genuine and real to borrow from Madison Pruitt from last season, who um, got into hot water pretending to comment on her own photos from another handle, but then actually did it from her own, saying, oh, Madison, you're so genuine and real. Um, then the next guy rolls in in a Rolls Royce. Quite the contrast. Yes, I loved it. They knew what they were doing, ABC. Yeah. Harvard Bennett, 36, uh, wealth management consultant from New York City. Uh, true Hollywood fashion. He's got this white scarf. And drinking martinis like he's James Bond. Thoughts on Harvard Bennett? Um, I really liked his loafers. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of tell me more about his loafers. There was a lot of. There was apparently a shortage of socks at the La Quinta <laughs> Resort. Yeah, but he was the only one that pulled it pulled it off well because his pants were so short that they looked they didn't look like capris. Um, just as long as he doesn't go around asking people if they if they really like Phil Collins' music, like Patrick Bateman, uh, who a lot of people compared his appearance to this week from uh, American Psycho. Uh, didn't, I guess you I guess that one went right over your head. No, I did. I just or I maybe he has lots of male grooming products. I, I really liked Bennett. Okay, so, I'm not I, knocking him. I'm just I, I liked him. I thought the the white scarf was a little over the mm, top. Yeah, but uh, I mean, isn't it all? Fair point. Uh, Blake Moynis, uh, interesting contrast again to bookend the guy in the Rolls Royce. You get the wildlife manager from Canada out of the limo. And he has a tease of something to tell her, but you'll have to wait until we're inside. He's been waiting too long for this. Yeah, I don't know what it was that he had to tell her. We never, we never found out. I don't think but so. nonetheless, um, it, was a, it was a good intro. Yeah. Keep... I'll keep them guessing. Uh, Chris, 27, landscape design with a big, deep breath out of the limo, and that was it. It's and cute. Had a floral tie. That's my note. Yeah. AJ, <laughs> software sales. He squeezes her hand so hard oh. that he hurts her fingers. Mm. Yep, that's bad. Like, you could maybe squeeze her hands with not, without squeezing her fingers all together. So I have this in quotes and I don't know who said this. Got me a little jerky. Did he say that? What does that even mean? Or is that from later? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's Perhaps happening Perhaps from later. 
I, I don't recall that being said, no, but maybe we'll PJ. get to it. Maybe. Joe, a 36-year-old anesthesiologist dressed as a doctor, because that's what all doctors do in public. Yeah, I thought it was cute. He had his little stethoscope and... Um, At least he's not a nurse anesthetist like uh, Dirty John. That's, that oh. might have been a, a red flag. Um, Good. So glad he's not. Yeah. Garen, nothing at all on him. Nope. Robbie, 31-year-old banker. I thought Robbie was a handsome guy. Yes, very. I um, agree. But that was the last we saw of Robbie. Yep, yep. And bursting through a run-through, uh, like a high school football <laughs> run-through for her future husband, Easy, 29, sport marketing agent, megawatt personality, very sociable. Seems like a lot of fun. Well, he didn't just run through a sign. It said future husband. Okay. So that's pretty I buried the lead there. Yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I, I didn't make that note. I liked Easy a lot. We'll, we'll probably talk more about him, but uh, I, he seemed like a fun hang. Absolutely. Jay, 29-year-old fitness director from Lauderdale, wearing a straight jacket. Because he's gone crazy waiting to meet her. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's funny. Do you recall Claire's lengthy conversations with a raccoon in Mexico? No, I don't. Takes crazy to know crazy, so uh, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a, a pair here. No, I don't like that. Don't like it. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Jay is off the list. <laughs> I don't remember if he stayed or not. We'll get to him. Chasen, 31-year-old IT account executive, which is just a fancy way of saying he's a software salesman. Uh, knight in armor and chain metal. Had a good photo online. Wasn't impressed with him in person. I thought he was still handsome in person. Okay. I thought he was still handsome. Way better photo than 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 what he than what he which there, most of these gents have a way better photo. Well, we always talk about this on the podcast. There, there's two things that happen. It's like you either get a really good photo that's better than what you actually look like. More often than not, it's you get a terrible photo on on the website, and then you show up in person. And we're like, oh, hey, like you're way better looking than you were on the website. Uh, not the case for Jason, nor for another guy here in a moment. We'll get to, but Demar. One of the younger guys, 26, spin instructor from Scottsdale. So he's um, mm -hmm. teaching spin to a lot of uh, the wealthy folks in Scottsdale. He's dragging a parachute behind him. Falling for you already. A little much, Damar. <laughs> but he's handsome. He's a handsome, fit guy. Um, it he, could have been worse. Yeah. Ed, 36, and he's in a Zorb. Literally a, a bubble, a Zorb. We did we did this once. We rolled we rolled down a hill in, in those things. Not, we did. I don't remember it very well. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was quite a while ago. It was probably at least ten years ago. And um, it wasn't a big hill. It wasn't New Zealand style where they have no laws against lo suing or anything. Where <laughs> they just let you do anything you want. They do. Um, do Yosef, he has moon pies he from does. from Mobile, Alabama. Although he was listed as from another town in Alabama, Mobile, a fine town to to get stranded in. Not a lot of flights out of there each day. Uh, how do you know this, Spencer? 
I was stranded there once. Jordan C, 26. He's a software AE. We've got a lot of software uh, account executives. And he has popcorn. Yes, he does. And he showed up with popcorn. He seemed very young, uh, very handsome, but he just seemed young. He was tied. I think 26 is the is the youngest, so he's tied yeah. tied for the youngest. I thought he was a good-looking guy. Absolutely. But uh, on, we went on to the next one. Zach J, 37, a Utah cleaning service owner. And he's down on one knee with a ring box with a bare-ass buzzer inside. Oh, that's right. Like a, that's a, right. a, a, a plastic <laughs> man mooning someone that was buzzing. And, and then, um, yes, that's right. It was a little shocking, and I was a little disappointed because I thought he was actually a, a handsome guy and he could have something exciting to him, and then that was his He did. His he did make it to, yeah. to at least night two. Yep, yeah. we'll see how he does. We saw him later. He's the one that grabs the first one-on-one time in the cocktail party. Brandon, 28, real estate agent from Slohio. That's Ohio. And he had a great headshot online. Handsome in person, stellar headshot. He was my number one pick in Fantasy for Reality. Oh. And I was very disappointed with him in person. Oh, I thought he was great. I thought he was um, really cute. He kissed her on the cheek. He was very tall and handsome. I liked him a lot. And, uh, but like, thought he had the best photo of everyone on the website. Yeah, we're not <laughs> judging photos, dear. Hey, we, I told you before this, we, we objectify men on this podcast. Fair. Not, 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 <laughs> we don't objectify any women, but just men. Um, Dale. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to think of him clearly after watching the whole episode, what you thought of him at the beginning. So what I wrote at the beginning of the episode is that he was a big hugger. He talked about how it was a long time coming. He was a winker, and he gave her two hugs. And I thought, this is a handsome guy. And then we see her reaction, and it totally changes our ideas yeah. of him. He's a former football player. He has this huge megawatt smile. Mm-hmm. She's returning the smile right back to him. It's just like, hey. And it's... The best reaction out of Lemo. He walks away, and that's when Claire goes, Well, that's my future husband. I think I just met my future husband. Oh, and she's shaking. And Chris swoops in, because Chris has to seize this moment. Can you confirm for me what you just said? Did you just say that that might be your husband? Which, like... Even if you have done didn't know that Dale was going to be the guy, everybody no knows at that point. Yeah, I had no idea, and I knew like, this does not happen on night one. I'm she's just like. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll round out the guys because I'm sure we'll spend plenty more time on Dale. Well, I mean, the poor two next gents got no time. Yeah, and one of them was our hometown guy. I know, and we were so excited about him, and he was what is he on for five seconds? Yeah. Walks in, walks out. Soup to nuts guy. Yeah. Uh, Paige Presley, Austin Chef. Um, Tyler's also a hometown yeah. guy. Yeah, Tyler S. Uh, from uh, suburban Austin, Georgetown, Texas. He's a music manager. I'm honestly not quite sure what kind of music you manage in Georgetown, Texas, but 
didn't get to get to know these guys. Tyler S. did hang around, so we may have a chance to get to know him. And, and like the last guy at limo usually has has some some bearing on 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 the show. We we also don't ever really know what sequence they actually come out of the limo. Nope. Uh, but uh, Paige did go home. Didn't get it. I don't think he ever even spoke to her. Uh, he did tweet back at me uh, this week when uh, we were asking to clarify his knuckle tattoos that do say soup to nuts. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> Glad we have that yeah. clarified. Um, and we told him we'd see him around town. I right. really wish uh, ABC would have everyone come out of the limo alphabetically for my own documentation yeah. purposes. Yeah. It would have made everything easier for me. Yeah. Or, or, or list the guys on the radio TV sheet uh, on yes. on the online and the sequence of limo exits, at least for the first uh, night. Yeah. All right. 31 guys, super diverse. She calls them very impressive. Doubles down again on her husband being there or here. And we enter the cocktail, the cocktail party. I'm sure there was a clock somewhere. But uh, Claire enters. Some I, I commented as soon as she walked down. I was like, "There's so much more space here." Um, pretty much the run of the Waldorf Astoria La Quinta lobby. I think it was Waldorf Astoria. Mm. Ritz. Maybe it was the Ritz. Maybe I mean, I got my hotel chance right. I believe it. Actually, I think it's the Ritz. Uh, Anyhow, the La Quinta lobby. Here to host this cocktail party and likely every other cocktail party the rest of the season um, because they're not leaving this resort. Although, rumor has it there's 21 swimming pools there, so plenty of different venues for dates. One for each. Um, Presumably at least 18 holes of golf. Um, So play a different hole with each guy. Um, And... Uh, first, first one-on-one time, Zach J. We mentioned him a moment ago. Very confident. Nothing really noteworthy comes out of that, though. But then Easy comes along. Oh, he was. I, I did like that he was talking about how he was such a good wingman, and she was a good wing woman, and they had a lot in common for for where they were in their life. They were both in the similar age bracket, so I mean, I did like that about they both lived a similar life in that. And she said, regard. "Cool. Can you be uh, Can you be Dale's wingman?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, Easy came in. He seems like I said, super awesome, super confident, fun. Someone you want to hang out with? Absolutely. I'm hoping we get a lot more Easy because we didn't get a lot, but he's he's around. Um, He's the kind of guy, when you see him at a party, you want to go hang out with him because you know he's going to be funny and he's going to have some good stories. Yeah, well, and he's just, you're going to have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Like, let's 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 put a tally for, like, Easy and Tasha. Well, that, 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 that could be That could be something, as long as Claire doesn't screw it up. I don't know Claire's and... leaving, so let's not ruin the story for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everyone in America knows this. But, okay. The, the Claysha season... Then it's Dale time. And the first thing out of his mouth is, how's your mom doing? Ding, 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 ding. Wait, Dale. Do you, do you know that something's wrong with her mom? Do you know her mom's alive? Yeah. Do you know she's in touch with her mother? Then he starts sharing more about himself, and she's very invested. 
what he has to say. I, I think he actually said, how's your mom doing? Yeah. And then Claire is saying, everything just feels so natural with Dale. It's almost like we're just falling into this routine. She doesn't say that part. I made that up. Uh, but she's full of butterflies. Cloud nineness is 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 over the top here, and it's going to become immediately apparent to these other guys the moment she they spend. Oh, yeah. Any moment, any date? any moment where the two of them are in a room together. One group date, it's all gone. Yeah. All the secrets. Um, ben gets front drive um, time playing the. I don't. What do you call that? The where you swing the big mallet and and try to hit like a, a weight at the game. carnival game. That's like a strong man. State game. fair carnival type thing. And unfortunately, that's all we got out of Ben. I wanted to learn a little bit more about him. Garen gives her a drawing from his niece. Joe has origami. Oh, I love the drawing from the niece. That was really sweet. It was super, super sappy, though. We got very little Garen on, uh, on the entrance and very little Garen in the house. And then there's the Zord Bubble guy, Ed. <laughs> and with Claire rolling him into bowling pins. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> on the front which... I'm I'm realizing now that we just jumped right into this cocktail party and completely skipped the superlatives. Him in the bubble is is one of the worst entrances of 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 the night. I don't know if it's the worst, but it's pretty bad. I I still think um, as much as I really like Jason, the pregnant the, the pregnant bo- thing. Yeah, that's even just, though it was a throwback to Claire doing it. Yeah, it's still it's just not something you want to imagine. Yeah, I, I, I noted it as a super cheesy. Um, the ring box with the bare ass. Mm, that's, I still think the pregnant man was a little bit worse. Yeah. What What about the best? Are we, are, we, are we liking the flip-flops? I am. Okay. That was, I had Mike as, that was this, I was very sad to see him go night one. I thought the flip-flops were... A sweet gesture, not over the top, um, considerate of her. That was that was my favorite. Yeah, I know you weren't a fan of the the dogs on the t-shirt, but Claire was. I, she was. She really liked Kenny's shirt. Yeah. Um, so I, so I may I like that's an unconventional pick for me. I may have to go with Kenny and who let the dogs out. Totally fair. Right. I mean, Mike's gone, so <laughs> yeah. it's not like that pick really matters for much. Yeah. Oh, wait, was Mike the bare-ass guy? No, Mike is the one that had the sweet flip-flops. Oh, oh the flip-flops. And then the origami. Nice guy, but... Wait, no, no, attention. Joe had the Joe uh, had the origami. Oh. Yeah, which Joe's yeah. gone as well. Yeah, so... Uh, shocking news here. Jason... Strong Island Jason, former lineman yeah. Jason, Pre- former pregnant former Jason. pregnant Jason, is appalled that she has not seen my cousin Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Guess what? I have also not seen my cousin Vinny. What? Do I have to be? <laughs> oh, wait, e- now you're appalled too? <laughs> Do I have to be equally appalled? Jason and I have to both be appalled with you that you haven't seen that? Because her biological clock is ticking. You haven't seen that movie? I'm, I'm aware of it. I know Marissa Tomei, I believe, won an Oscar for that movie. And you're married to an Italian. 
Um, and is DeVito in that? Yeah. Yeah. See him. I, I at least know about said hey, movie. folks, that's what we're doing tomorrow night. My husband is going to watch it for the first time. My cousin Vinny. Well, anyhow, he wants um, to live in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> he does. He does. And drink whiskey. That, that just seems kind of like mm, you might be a crazy person. No, I don't think so. The thing that was a little bit more crazy to me was that he was like, "That was this is the most beautiful woman since my mother." <laughs> and I was like. That's, yeah. that's a little, I mean, that's... She's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen since my mother. <laughs> it was very sweet, and it was it was very kind, but I thought, hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because he's been in the woods. I don't know. Great energy. Kind of a typical cheesy Long Island guy. Like, I, he felt like some of the things he was saying Casey came right out. from Long Island, though. Yeah, he is. I thought he was from Virginia. He was claiming Long Island. ABC says Arlington, Virginia. Yeah, but I, he said. Okay, fair. Um, that's maybe Virginia's where he lives. Fair. But he def he had that accent. Um, that he could have been fist pumping with Polly D and 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 the situation. Um, anyhow, Yosef. Mm. He goes big on the fantasy for reality points. He shares that he is a dad right up front, and then doubles down and says. I'm here for the right reasons. Yeah. Big points. He put up 110 this week in fantasy. Yeah, he does want to show a woman how she should be treated, but I don't. I've got some heebie-jeebies with him. Oh, you mean uh, the the uh, the drip email campaign that he has out to every woman in in Alabama? <laughs> I don't think it's email. I, think I know. It's yeah, yeah. They, they, his, <laughs> Repeatable DM campaign, copy paste. That he can't even remember because he sends it out so much. Yeah, do you send that? Oh no, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember. Maybe I did. I I black out every once in a while and don't know what happens. Um, But then Tyler S confronts Yosef about Yosef's flirting. Tyler C. Oh yeah, my bad. Tyler C. Yeah. Pulls him aside. Not the Tyler C. It's just a Tyler C. And says there's, Tyler sees like, hey, no substance and talking about this guy. And then he calls, and is in the moment, calls him a mini McConaughey, <laughs> which cut pretty deep for me. <laughs> He's not a mini McConaughey. What are you, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, see, I thought, I thought Tyler C did it all which I, right. Actually, I guess Yosef called Tyler, Tyler C, C yeah. the mini McConaughey. And I thought Tyler C, I thought he did it all right. He... Brought him separately to the side. Didn't include anyone else. Didn't tell anyone else. He was honest with Yosef. I was all Tyler C on this one. I thought he was being nothing but a respectable gentleman. And didn't include Claire. Which is interesting that Tyler C was even in the know about this. Because West Virginia, Alabama. But it was somebody in Tyler C.'s circle, you know? The world is small. It was someone that Tyler C. had I mean, known. they had obviously all, I mean, they all knew who kind of sort of was going to be on the show for Absolutely. like months. five months. Months and months. Um, interesting, though, usually the way this goes is the accuser goes to the lead. Yep. In this situation, the accused, Yosef, is worried about this, and he goes to Claire about this 
ma- this video mass message that allegedly has been going out. Guilty conscience. Yeah, and Claire immediately then goes and pulls Tyler C. into a three-way conversation. Really unprecedented for the first night of the show. And Yosef plays it cool. Hey, I, I, I do not. Ha- I do. I have a girlfriend. No. And then Claire follows with, "Do you have a girl who thinks she's your girlfriend?" <laughs> yeah, that was. She's seen the show before. Yeah. <laughs> that was. That was not. Is a, someone going to show up here saying that you're they're your girlfriend? <laughs> and be like, no, they can't clear quarantine. Uh, no one's showing up here. <laughs> I got this place sealed off like Fort Knox. Oh, I felt so bad for Tyler C during all of that scene. I. I still feel like he was doing the right thing. and Yeah, maybe, but you don't need to do this on night one. Fair. Totally fair. You, you should be all about um, showing, showcasing yourself on night one. Fair, but these guys have been sitting around in quarantine it's and like, finally get to... How am I going to get on TV? How am I going to... Oh, I mean, wait, this Yosef thing? i got to work this angle when I get there. Well, I don't think that's it. I think they're just... It's just been stirring for so long. And then finally they get to meet her and they're sitting around for hours wherever they are. And I think it's just this, you know, it just built up. And then... There's a guy who Claire's really looking forward to. We talked to about him earlier. Blake Moines, or Moines. And he is the, quote, only one that had reached out to her during quarantine. She, y- you broke the rules. And at one point in time, I was like, is she going to tell him he has to go home? Because <laughs> yeah. he broke the rules? Uh, but the fact that he did that, it, quote, meant the world to her. I think she said meant everything to Oh. Everything mm-hmm. must have really stood out among all of the different guys she was interacting with online in between in the, over the last five months. He took the risk to let her know he was thinking about her, and that's when it sealed with a kiss the first, the first kiss. Who would have thunk that someone not named Dale was gonna get the first kiss? <laughs> <laughs> uh. I was really surprised when that happened. I was uh, as well. Out of nowhere, didn't see it coming, but then immediately follows it up with, hey, D- Dale, can I pull you aside? <laughs> I'm going to grab this first impression rose here. And Dale gets the first impression rose. Um, I want to talk about our first impression roses. Before we do, though, she wraps up this cocktail party and apologizes for how many guys she didn't speak to. Among them... Dogshirt Kenny, mm-hmm. Damar, Ivan. We didn't really see Tyler S., Zach C., Paige, either of the Jordans, maybe more. That's a lot of dudes she neglected on night one. How much time did she spend talking to to Blake Moynes and Dale? I, I think probably it was just all different than anyone was used to. I think I don't think it was a full... Usually at a cocktail party, you see the sun's kind of rising with those exit interviews. None of that happened. So I think they just totally changed the format and really shrunk down the, yeah. the time. Could be. and Because um, you got to think about to the, the To the point, like, the crew is filming in 
a place where they're not accustomed to doing night one, where they where they know like, hey, we're gonna have a setup here, we're gonna have a setup by the fireplace, we're gonna have a setup on the front drive, where they have these pre-lit areas and things for to, well, to produce the show. And the crew has to be safe and socially distanced, and um, presumably the crew is fully quarantined as well, staying there at the resort, which is why we we do know that Chris Harrison leaves in the middle of filming to go move his son Christopher into uh, TCU as a freshman. And we knew that. And he has a substitute co-host, oh. uh, favorite bachelorette of all time, JoJo Fletcher. Oh, I was, gonna, I was hoping it was Wells. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Again, some of us don't know these things before they happen. That that one was pretty well publicized. Like I, I don't know what happens on the season beyond the Dale thing and Tasha showing up. Um, first impression, Rose. Though, if you're handing one out. Where's it going? I already gave it away. It's going to Mike. Mike and the Flippy Floppies. Yeah, Mike, he's the right age. You know, it's a little it's a little hard for me as also a 39-year-old woman to think about, even think about dating some of these guys that are so young. They're in such a different part of their life. Um, so when you think of someone like Mike, who's a, a kind, handsome gentleman, I mean, he was it for me. I mean... It would be easy to say Dale, so I'm not going to. Um, there were a few contenders, I feel like, but I kind of gave it away as well. Like, I really like Easy. Yeah, he was great. Um, he just seemed fun. It would be easy to to go Blake Moynes. Be who, easy to be easy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It ain't easy being easy. Um It'd be easy to go Blake Moynes, but to be honest, out of 31 guys, I ranked him in like my bottom five on Fantasy for Reality, but he had an, an, an immediate uh, Mr. Mojo Ryzen moment here. And so I'm going with easy. Um, let's dive into who got roses. Speaking of Blake Moynes, he, well, Dale obviously got the first one, but the first one at the rose ceremony. Uh, first kiss guy, Blake Moines, followed by Easy, my guy, Mr. Smooth. Then Ben, the Army Ranger, who we didn't get a, a ton a with. Handsome. Yeah. Tight pants. Doesn't mean she didn't spend time with him. Yeah. <laughs> Tight pants. Short pants, sorry. Yeah. Short pants. Uh, one and the same. Riley, uh, who we really don't know. And then Zach J, who was the guy that swooped in, had the first one on one time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tyler S, our Georgetown guy, anesthesiologist Joe. Pregnant football player, uh, you're as beautiful as my mom, Jason. Damar, didn't get to know him. Jason, the, the guy in the night suit. Jordan C., who, again, we know nothing about other than he brought popcorn. Blake Monar, the the male groomer. So we got that to look forward to. Kenny in his dog shirt uh, made, it, made it another go-round, so maybe he can wear it again. Uh, Brendan, the roofer. Garen, who had a brief cup of coffee and gave her a drawing. Uh, Ed, the bubble boy. From his niece. Yeah. yeah. Bennett, the Harvard Hollywood uh, yeah. man. And the, the scroll of my computer has died on me. Uh, Zach C., who I think is kind of a winner, but we don't really know anything about. Straight Jacket J., Brandon, my number one pick in fantasy plurality. Ivan, who gets a ro- this rose despite no time with her. And then the final rose, 
Yosef, the big point guy, night one. Between Yosef and Tyler. That was hard. Well, but only a group of them, though. I mean... Yeah, but you knew it was going to be one or the other. One producer pick or a Claire pick? Mm. It's good. I'd, um, I think it's producer pick. Has to be. Reeks of I it. I mean, who who wants to be involved with any of that drama from the get-go? Like, um, if it's true, I don't want to deal with it. If it's not true, I still don't want to deal with it. Just go away. Right, right. Don't go away, Matt. Just go away. Uh, but Claire, Claire ain't scared. Uh, we say adios to the the fake Tyler C. Uh, Mike, Chris, Paige, Robbie, Jordan M, AJ, and Jeremy. So we get rid of one of the Tylers and one of the Jordans. Still have two Zachs, two Blakes. <laughs> How do we end up with so many duplicate guys? That's too confusing for me. Uh, and, uh, and Paige. Yeah, and, and, and Paige, who looked really terrible at the rose ceremony. Um, but uh, anyhow, was ho- was hoping Paige was going to hang around. We like to keep... Totally cheering for him. We like to keep the local guys uh, on. I, I like to keep the guys that you know are pretty much not going to... They're, they're there for the right reasons. I mean, oh, you not, said it. I did. He's not there to further his singing careers, modeling careers, acting career. You don't really further a, your chef career on. Yeah, he does have a, a thing going on right now. This, um, it's like a, a Zoom virtual dinner. I don't know if it's like a cooking class blended with a dinner or exactly what it is. Uh, it's got it on his Instagram if anybody wants to check it out. But so we gave our first impression roses. Um, as far as the season on, we. we talk about a little bit of kind of what they tease and then I want to get thoughts on top four uh, coming out of that. Claire's making out with at least a handful of guys. Uh, by my count, a half dozen or more, which lends, your, lends you to think that she's at least maybe trying not to just solo in on Dale. Absolutely. She's got a contract. Yeah. <laughs> But at some point in time, it becomes just impossible to to do. And I, I think when we we heard it in the thing, they had a group of fifteen guys saying like, "We're just gonna walk out." Yeah. Like, production has to spring into action a little bit. And that's when we heard Chris Harrison say like, "You've, you've blown up the Bachelorette." Well, let's not forget about the fact that somebody said to her about being the oldest Bachelorette ever. Perhaps Brandon, my number one pick. I don't know. I don't know who said that, but um, I I really felt in that moment connected to her when she said, you know, because I don't settle for men like that, and um, don't get all high and mighty on yourself, dear. But I think, <laughs> you know, a, a sensitive guy, an honest, sweet man, would never say something like that, which I know you would never say. That's right. Um, and <laughs> um, we know Claire likes to blow up about things, too. Um, so it's going to be interesting to watch. We do have, we see some date with all the guys stripping down seemingly completely. We saw, like, a bunch of bare bottoms <laughs> across we the did. screen. We did. Somehow I forgot about that. Yeah. But all the talk seems to revolve around Dale. Dale doesn't seem to be any too popular with the guys, which is not surprising, right? Like, 
monopolizing the time? Why are we on the show? Why did we quarantine for 14 days to, to play a game we can't win? And as you mentioned, someone calling her the oldest bachelorette. Ouch! Top four. We do this every week throughout the season until we can't pick four anymore. Mm. Leaders in the clubhouse, if you will. After one episode, we can take we can take turns. Uh, you go, you go one, I go one. Okay, I'll take all the ones that are gone. That are gone. Well, Mike was in my top four, but you you, you can't really put top four guys that aren't left. He still was in my top four. Um, well, let's get the obvious out of the way. All right, Easy was on mine too. Okay, Easy. Yeah. Definitely in my top four. Um. Obviously, Dale. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, it's not even really... It would be rather silly for us to not put him in the top four. Um, that leaves us with two picks apiece. So I really like Bennett. Harvard I, Bennett. I really like Bennett. Harvard Hollywood Bennett. I like Tyler and Bennett. They were both in my top four, if you can believe that. So okay. contradictory. and um, But they were in there. And then I... Even though I'm not quite So you have Easy Dale and and Bennett. Mhm. I went in I went with Blake Moynes just cuz he got the first kiss and she seemed to enjoy her time. Well, that was my fourth. So okay. that doesn't seem fair. But No, well, there's no rule. Okay. We don't have we <laughs> we both had Dale and Easy. It's not like we both can't have Dale. So fair. we so we diff, you have Bennett. Yes. Um Who's your fourth? I different? tried to go with just someone outside the box who I was Kind of thinking was going to be a solid one, and I, I picked Brendan. All right. Um, don't know a lot about him. I liked him ahead of the season, and he didn't completely embarrass himself here. Fair. So, Fair. so I went with Brendan. Um, and we both have um, the male groomer, even though he has stretch pants on. Like. No, no, no. That's. That's we we have the wildlife manager. We're the wildlife. Ma- oh, I have Blake Moynes. Oh, I have the other Blake. Oh, you have you have the male groomer, so we don't. Oh, so we are different. Yeah, I have first kiss Blake. Ah, huh. I have tight like, pants Blake. <laughs> figure if Claire's already swapped spit with him, and uh, and and he wanted to. We didn't talk about how when she went to go kiss Dale, Dale was like pulled back and was like, oh, "Okay, we're doing this." <laughs> Not ready for this. Wait, oh, we're kissing here on in front of these cameras? Is this what we signed up for? My mom's going to see this. going to see a lot more, Dale. Um, especially if you're one of those guys that strips down next week. You're uh, going to see a whole lot more on television. Um, any final thoughts before we check in on Fantasy for Reality? No, I think this is a, an interesting season. I think it's um, different than anyone has ever seen before. Some of us have been watching this show for many, many, many years. <laughs> Not to give away ages. Well, who, who is that? <laughs> but Me? I, I think it's. I think. Um, I think they did the best that they could in the reality that we have now. There is a little bit lost in the fact that she was able to know so much about her suitors before we got to night one. 
Um, but you know, hey, maybe it's not a bad thing. Maybe, you know, you think about some of the dating sites there are now and you can learn a little bit more about your suitors before you get to night one coming out of a limo. So maybe it's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah, I think, I don't think that part's bad. It's a bit unfortunate that she could learn or potentially connect for such a long period so of time. Long. Absolutely. Ahead of time. It's either like... If it had been a week, yeah. that's a little different. Totally fair. Or no communication or you communicate with everyone. Definitely, I think that's going to be a little bit of a disservice. Yeah. But or, I, or even in future seasons, when you get there and you like meet them all on night one, and then they say, hey, do you want to check, check all their Instagrams out? to her and she's like yeah cool oh wait this guy like really likes to party I don't really like to party yeah um, or what is this guy doing here that's which not my style. Claire actually talked about with absolutely. on Jimmy Kimmel absolutely she's like well I've seen so this one guy's Instagram and it looks like he, these guys like really like to drink a lot and party a lot I'm not a drinker like maybe they're not for me um, but I think the biggest differences in the season, aside from that, will will be when we get to the point in the season where we wouldn't just be in L.A. anymore. Yeah. Fair um, and how they... What that looks like. S- spice up, spruce up, um, make it nice, <laughs> uh, to borrow from Dorinda, uh, for, for, the, for these uh, dates as they progress through the season. Um, and then particularly how they handle the transition if there should be a new lead show up sometime on this season. So they say. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about fantasy for reality, and then we'll hit a few reality TV n- news items. Um, if you're not playing, go check it out. Our partners at fantasy for reality that's fantasy, the numeral for reality.com. The Bachelorette game is up. Uh, a little late to sign up for the Big Brother game, but uh, we'll, we, we've had that running uh, here in the, the late summer, early fall. But sign up with your coworkers, sign up with your friends, play along as you watch. There's there's still, like, I don't know, 23, 24 guys. I, I, sh- I should know how many guys went home. I think it was in eight homes. So, that, so we have 20, 23 guys? 23 guys remaining. So plenty of fresh meat out there to draft onto your uh, fantasy teams. If you're keeping score, though, um, I'm already beating Will by 180 points because Dale put up a buck 20 and Joe, Joseph, Joseph, Joseph put up 110 this week. Big numbers out the gate. So check it out. Fantasy, the numeral four reality. Um, let's shift gears. I would play um, my little soundboard nuggets but uh, my, my soundboard died. Uh, so we'll do reality TV news. Um, stuff we're watching right now. Oh, goodness. I didn't know we were talking about this. Yeah, I like to keep you guessing. I know. Um, watching Big Brother. Down to the final four. Yeah. We're down to Nicole. Mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I guess we're not down to the final four. Tonight we'll be down to the yeah. final four. Nicole, Christmas, Memphis, Cody, and Enzo. Enzo. Presumably Memphis is going to go home. It could be Christmas. Who do you like to win? Um, obviously, it all hinges on who can get this next HOH. But So, I mean... Most who, deserving. Who do I want to win and who do I think is going to win are totally different. I think... Who do you want to win? Well, um, I want Christmas to win for some reason. 
Um, I've always liked her, and I just want her to win. Um, well, it's nice that like she didn't have to play the entire season on a broken ankle like last time. Absolutely. I feel like that was a total disservice to her game. Um, I don't think she deserves to win, but I want her to win. Um, I think Cody deserves to win. He's done a really good job, even though he doesn't know what a Texan is. But I think he's an animal, right? <laughs> I think uh, I think he's done a really um, great job. He's won comps. He's steered the vote. He's done all the things, and he's done it in a, a more respectable way than Memphis. I uh, I really liked Memphis at the get go, and then I really didn't like the way he played the game for yeah. several weeks. Yeah, um, the two of them have played the most dominant games. Yeah, absolutely. Very different, although very tightly aligned. Um, Memphis hasn't been kind. Yeah. And that's what I think where I yeah. my line is. He needs to be exponentially better than everyone else to win. Yes. Um, I would love for Enzo to win. Does, I don't know that I want him to win, <laughs> but like Cody, like Enzo's like a cartoon. No, game. nobody wants to sit next to Cody in the no, final. Absolutely not, and they shouldn't want. If to. anybody's taking Cody to the final to sit next to him, they are as dumb as Cody was when he took Derek to the final. Fair. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so, like, it's it'll be really interesting to see if that situation presents itself. Um, Everyone should want to take Nicole to yeah. the final. Everyone should. Everyone should take her. Do, do you take her or take Enzo? I take Nicole. I think so too. Enzo's won. Enzo's won a couple POVs. He's and been on the right side of every vote for since the beginning. Nicole has been wishy like she hasn't really stepped up until the last two weeks. Yeah. She may quit herself better. Uh, speaking to the jury though than Enzo might. Yeah. Oh, if she had a, I if I was her, I would definitely take Enzo. Yeah. Um, other things we're watching. Uh, we just wrapped up Below Deck Med. It wasn't the best season of Below Deck. No. Um, we just started and, and haven't watched. Perhaps we'll watch here after we record this podcast. Perhaps this weekend. Real Housewives of Orange County, which I have not watched since season one. And I think they've had like 20 seasons. Yeah, a few. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give that one a test drive. Southern Charms back October 29th, so two weeks from now. That's exciting. We have a new franchise of the Housewives, Salt Lake City, starting November 10th. Oh. Below Deck Regular season eight with Eddie coming back as Bosun, um, him and Captain Lee are all the returners. November 2nd. Uh, important note: since the last podcast. Love After Lockups come back on the air. (laughs) (laughs) And it should just be on all the time. There should be a new season at all times of Love After Lockup. Lindsay and Scott are finally back kind of living. She can't see her daughter yet, so she's losing her mind. What is kind of living? I, I mean, I think he's still on the couch. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> yes. he brought her to a construction danger zone. Yeah, in, in his work truck, which is code for the only vehicle he has. Um, I we won't go too deep into this, but the most intriguing couple I feel like is Chevelle and uh, 
Quaylen. Yeah, absolutely. And what's he gonna choose? Who gonna does go? he choose, Mom, or does he choose Chevelle? <sighs> I certainly think the best move for him as a person, he has to choose his mom. I don't know that he has to. I just—I mean, he—he's got the weight of the world on him from her family. I—I don't think he's that into Chevelle. I mean, I—I I think he—I think it was great when he was. Uh, when he was a captive audience. Yeah, when he when he was locked up, but I don't think he's that in her. And I think he really cares about his family and wants to be with his family. I don't think that's what he, he has to do, but I just think that's what he wants to do just from watching him. He seems like of the the former residents of the, the pen, I don't know where you're going. Former inmates. Yes. He seems like the like most solid person which is ironic since he went into prison at 17 years old but of all I mean the homegirl in, in Las Vegas not not a not the blonde girl I can't ever remember her name the one with Sean yes Destiny yeah Destiny she's an animal <laughs> <laughs> well I, you know I I just feel like I want to say to Chevelle and I want to shake her and say, like, he's not that into you. Um, she just bought him a truck. I know. But he may have been into you where he was, but he's really not that into her. I, I think he enjoys the attention and he enjoys the the thought of what they could be, but I just, I don't think he's that into her. She's a kid too, right? Yeah. She's a girl. little yeah. girl, about eight years old. Gotcha. So... Um, that's it, I think, in the reality world Are right now. Are we not following anything else news story related? Oh, um, JP and Ashley? No. Yeah, we talk about yeah, we, yeah, we talk about uh, Bachelor news. Uh, unfortunate news out of Bachelor Nation yesterday evening when JP Rosenbaum made a announcement on Instagram that he and former Bachelorette Ashley Abair are donezo. Um, with a lengthy post. They've been married for eight years. I think they have at least two kids uh, living in South Florida. So um, hopefully everything's okay with them and, and they live happy lives going forward. But uh, His post was very kind and it was very sweet. I felt, um, you know, when you're in that situation, you could say so many ugly things about the other party or hang them out to dry and yeah. I felt like it was a very respectable post to both uh, his children and his ex-wife. Both of them are widely recognized as just being very nice people um, and that was reflective in what in what he had Absolutely. to say. Um, two very popular people individually and as a couple in, in Bachelor Nation so um, that's on the heels of Becca and Garrett, they weren't obviously married, but they, they broke up a little while back, and there's uh, not a lot of success in this franchise. Um, <laughs> but let's keep watching. Lots of, lots of, <laughs> a lot of success comes out of paradise. Fair. Fair. Because they actually get to spend quality time together, and it's not orchestrated for a date. Right. Absolutely. Or with a date with seven other yeah. people. Let's send you on a date. Does a dozen sound good? Wait. Maybe we need a few more because we need a full football game. How, how does 20 sound? <laughs> 20 minutes each. That's all you get. And then you pick someone. 
But anyhow, um, that is um, all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out. This is the um, just the beginning of The Bachelorette, and some other stuff is ramping up. But before we go, I do want to remind you to follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod and like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at After, at After Reality Podcast. Also, a reminder subscribe wherever you're listening now. Download your podcast right there Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. And don't forget to check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can check me out on the Twitter, um, but I'm mostly just on the After Reality Podcast one, but at Spencer Kitley, all one word. Thank you for joining us for your podcast debut. How was it? It was good. I thought so as well. Well, glad. Maybe you'll have me back sometime. A success. I'm just downstairs. Yeah. I know know where you live. (laughs) But until we chat again... And you'll enjoy this because we say this every time, and, and you're you're directly connected to the Mexican food here. <laughs> Until next time, we remind you we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality. <laughs> <laughs>